Welcome back, y'all. This is Bree Speaks Unscripted, and I am your host, Bree Speaks. Um, today, our topic is love. We're talking about love because Valentine's Day is coming up, and I know you guys are excited because I'm excited for y'all, you know, um, for the dates and the trips and the, the gifts. I'm excited to see it. Y'all know I love love, and um, I can't wait to see it. I'm not going to be like the haters that say your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend should be doing this for you year round and all that we ain't doing that this year y'all we just gonna like it and keep it moving on because it's beautiful love is beautiful and um i wanted to talk about love and the topic that i chose is what does love look like in 2022 and i chose this topic because what does that look like like love is completely changed to me in in 2022 and and the first time in 10 years I am single and um, that's by choice you know I've been single probably for about a good six months now and uh, I'm I'm in no rush to jump back on the dating scene like for one I'm still working on me I'm working on me I'm, I'm doing the things that I need to do to heal so that I can go ahead and be in a better relationship the next time. Hopefully the next person is my husband because I just don't have time to play out here. I'm 30. I'm ready to go ahead and do it. But um, the other reason is because y'all scared me. <laughs> y'all didn't scare me with this dating. Like I've heard so many horror stories. It's crazy. Like, fellas, what y'all doing to these women out here? Like I hear it from friends, I get on TikTok and the women are talking about how bad dating is. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's not hilarious. It's really sad, but it's funny because it's like what happened? And I'm pretty sure it was bad back in the day, but I feel like it's, it's getting worse and worse as the years go on. And so to me, you know, I've heard one of my best friends say she's done with it. She is done with love. She don't want to keep doing it. She tired of men. Like she's over it. For now, anyway, I know that's just her, you know, the the effects of what's going on now. She don't really feel it, but I just hear this all the time. And so I think that love to me in 2022 has been forgotten about. I think people have decided that it doesn't exist or it don't matter. Like people are settling now. There's codependent relationships going on. Um, people don't believe in marriage anymore or dating for materialistic things or just using people or it's just you know sneaky links and you know it's very casual and I'm not judging anybody you know because I get it you know I get it I really do get it but I just feel like in 2022 things have changed and over the years it's actually been changing like social media has changed the way we view love and it's because we're constantly on social media. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and people see, you know, what they say as goals. And, you know, for years, it's been an influence. Like, it's it's different in how you meet people now. So now I can DM somebody right now and ask to go on a date. Whereas back in the day, you have to exchange numbers you know, you have to call the person, y'all sit on the phone, and then y'all, you know, meet up, you know, for a date, you know, cute, like, you know, cake vibes. Do people still say cake? I might be out of whack because it's been a long time, but, you know, caking and 
on the phone, you know, the cute stuff. And now it seems like it's just, oh, hey, um, I saw you, you look good. You want to come over like Netflix and chilling all the time. Dudes don't even ask you to go on dates no more. Like what happened? What happened to that? Like you, like you can start talking to somebody and the first thing they want you to do is come over or they want to come over your house. Like why, sir? Why do you want to come over already? We just met. Take me out in public. Let's go on a date. Let's get to know each other first. You know, let's go on a few dates, actually. And let me see if I like you. And then we could talk about, you know, going to houses. But, you know, that's not happening, you know, um, you know, in the beginning stages. But, uh, you know, nowadays, yes, it's happening in 2022 because social media has made it easier for people to just hook up real quick or to have a sneaky link or you know and it's worked for some people i've seen like some great love stories and stuff like that but it's just like the way people have goals like you know money bag yo and ari are goals now and it's just like is that really your goal like that's a toxic mess that's a toxic mess to me but anyways we're not gonna you know judge <laughs> i'm not gonna talk about them but an example that I would give, which was a um, pretty decent goal. They were never my goals, but I thought it was, they were everything. I love Will and Jada. Like Will and Jada are those, I love them so much. But as of recently, if you thought they were goals, now you're reconsidering like, oh my God, you know, you hear about open marriage and entanglements and <laughs> so much stuff is going on with Will and Jada and it was just like you know just from listening to their interviews I heard them you know kind of say in so many words that they're really just sticking it out until they die like they use this partner word as a fact of they're going to stay in the marriage no matter what until they die because they don't want to be divorced and I totally get that like when I get married we in this for the long haul we we in this until we go on to glory but I think that if I'm unhappy in something, and that's where they seem like they are, they seem like they're unhappy. If I'm unhappy in something, I'm not staying in it. I'm not I'm not going to stay in it at all. Like, I'm going to remove myself. We're going to just get a divorce because if we've tried everything, we didn't prayed about it, we didn't went to God, we didn't tried everything to make the relationship work, and we're still unhappy, then you got to go like it's that's just that's just is you know that is what it is and I think a lot of people make that mistake now to where they stick it out for kids or they stick it out because they don't want to fail at a relationship and it's just like that's not what it's about but yeah back to what love looks like in in 2022 like I said unscripted you know we're gonna go on a whole bunch of different topics but um you know, marriage has been something that has died down too with social, you know, with social media and in this day and age, like our generation and generations down just have totally like the desire for marriage is, is going down. Like they don't care about getting married. Um, I've heard this over the years, all through my twenties, it's just a piece of paper. What is that going to do? And it's just like, no, y'all, that's sad. 
Now, everybody doesn't have the, the goal of marriage, but I have the goal of marriage. Like, I want to be married. I think that is the ultimate, not the ultimate goal, but that is one of the goals. After you get yourself together and, you know, you want to settle down, get married and do life with somebody, it's just how it is. Like, that's just, you're not supposed to do life alone. I truly believe that you're not supposed to do life alone. So yes, get married, have children if you want children, or just get married, travel the world and have a good time. Like, I don't think you were put on this earth to be alone. And so, you know, I just think, you know, in this generation, it's just died down. And because it has, I think people have just like completely given up hope on marriage, dating, relationships. And I think it's because um, I can speak for me when you don't see anything healthy growing up, it's kind of like, how do I attract something? Or how do I, you know, get something that I've never seen before? And some people get lucky, you stumble across it, you know, you get, you know, lucky and find the love of your life and y'all get married and all that. But some of us are not that lucky. And you end up stumbling into something that was you know, everything you didn't want. You always attract like what you don't want, like, or not even what you don't want. How can I say this? All the things that you didn't want, like, for example, just say, um, as a kid, you saw your mother or father date multiple people. And when you got older, you were like, I'm never going to do that. And so now that you saw that and to you that was trauma, you know, that traumatized you or that made you feel some type of way as you got older, you tried so hard not to be your mother or father. Now you're dating one person, but you're not happy with that person. You're going to stay with them so that you're not dating multiple people. So now you settled and you got stuck in that and maybe you had kids and now you're really going to stay in that because you don't want your kid to see you dating other people because now you're pushing your stuff on them of how you felt when your mom or dad was dating multiple people. And it's just a, a, a cycle that we go through. And that was just an example. That's just not one reason, but like you see something unhealthy and you try so hard not to mirror it, mirror it that you either mirror it or you start doing something else to not mirror it and you end up being unhappy. And I just think that, you know, a lot of people are mirroring what they saw and it's just something that you can't help. You always attract what you saw, like you're going to attract that you know, unhealthiness until you heal those parts of you. And that's something I'm learning in therapy now that, you know, a lot of stuff that um, I'll give you an example she kind of gave me was I show up for everybody when they don't show up for me. It's because nobody ever showed up for me or because I felt like nobody ever showed up for me. I show up for everybody else in the way that I would want somebody to show up for me. So even when they don't deserve it, I'm going to show up because that's just that's just who I am. Like, that's just what I do. And so it's just a cycle of, you know, um, where you have to realize I got to break this cycle at some point. Like eventually, if you keep attracting the same man or you keep attracting the same woman, you have to now start looking at yourself and evaluating yourself because 
there's something about you that is attracting that same person. They look exactly the same. I mean, they don't look exactly the same. They look different. They are um, different people, different build, different look, everything. But they have all the same qualities of your ex. And so now it's not their fault. It is you. You are attracting this type of person because something inside you likes that type of behavior or something inside you that's unhealed is attracting that type of person. And so that's why I'm like super like an advocate for being by yourself. And a lot of people these days don't know how to be by themselves. And I speak a lot, you know, when I say that, I say that about a lot of, it's some men too, but I'm speaking specifically to women because women will get out of a relationship and then next thing you know, they're right back into something else. And then they wonder why they, you know, the relationships keep failing. It's because you keep hopping into things without healing from the last relationship. And so, you know, if you not if you're not stopping and taking a pause between your relationships to heal and to figure out and yeah maybe it wasn't them you know it wasn't you i mean maybe it wasn't you it was them that did all this you know but whatever they did to you or whatever went wrong you still need to stop and think about what went wrong and what part you played you know in that relationship what it is that you need to fix about yourself so that you don't ever attract that again or what you need to work on, you know, so that you can attract better or want better or even just taking a breather to digest what you just got out of, especially if you've been hurt. Like if you've been hurt and it's still a raw open wound and you meet somebody else, they're going to play on those because nine times out of 10, you're going to jump into that so fast that you may mention your old relationship and how this person did this A, B, C, and D to you. And that person may not be good for you because he's going to play on those things. Oh, she's easy to manipulate. Oh, she got cheated on. Oh, this A, B, and C happened and you're raw and open. You're, you're not going to accept anything. But had you taken the time to sit and actually heal the wounds from the last relationship and work on yourself, Nobody is going to be able to come in and manipulate you or to, you know, use the things that you told them. Like, just say you told them, okay, um, he hurt me. He cheated on me. I don't ever want to feel like that again. I just want to be loved, this, this, and that. He's going to give you everything wrapped up, you know, and try to make it seem as though he's just, you know, trying to love you. And, you know, he's going to play on that of when you say, when you start suspecting things, now he's going to, oh, you, you trying to treat me like your ex or, you know, just manipulative stuff. Like, or he's going to use all the things that you said you wanted in your next relationship. And he's going to do those things, but he can still be very well doing the things that your ex did. He just knows how you want to be treated. And he can treat you that way enough to where you'll ignore the red flags. So um, that's just an example. That's just an observation I make. But like really start, you know, taking the time. Like when I ended my 10-year relationship um, last year, that was the first thing I wanted to do was to heal myself. Like I want to work on me. It was something that um, I realized that I don't know how to be anything else other than a mother or 
a girlfriend. And it was just like, what, you know, when I'm left alone, who, who am I? Like, so I think a lot of times women, as women, we get lost in relationships because we're trying to be a girlfriend. And if we have kids, we end up being a mother and a girlfriend. And you're so focused on that, that sometimes you forget about you. You forget who you are or you let that piece of you die and you become these things you put your identity into being a mother and your identity into being a girlfriend that outside of that if you were left alone you would know what to do with yourself like yeah you're gonna chill and relax because that's your first time being able to do so but like who are you literally and i think that's something i just sat with the other day of who am I outside of a relationship? Like outside of being a mother, my kids were gone for a whole week and I really caught up on rest. But the whole time I was alone, I'm like, what am I to do with myself? Like now, what do I like to do? What do I want to do other than relax? Because yes, relaxation is everything. Sleep is the best thing that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> I love to sleep. I, I can sleep all day, but out of relax outside of relaxation of you know being tired from being a mother what else do I like to do and I just couldn't think of anything that I I would want to do like especially being um this new version of myself and healing myself and you know going to therapy and on my journey with God and newly being celibate and you know some things that I've just given up in my life you know, to become closer with God. And, you know, it's just been like a struggle to figure out who am I? And so that's why I say like in relationships, after you're done with a relationship and men too, figure out who you are, heal those parts of you, you know, that were hurt in a relationship. Even if it was a mutual thing for y'all to break up, you still need to take time to heal and breathe and be with yourself. Because you may find that you like something different the next time around. Or there were things that you didn't really like about yourself or that person in the last relationship. And so I think that healing that really puts you in a better position for the next relationship. So that you're not um, upset or bitter or going into something that can potentially end the same way the last relationship did doing more damage to you. And so back on topic, like I said, unscripted y'all, I'm so sorry, but back on topic, we were talking about what it looks like in 2022. It's just, I think it's non-existent. Um, now, not non-existent, but cause I see love a lot. Like I see love all the time, but I do believe that it's dying down and what I would want it to look like in 2022 is, you know, people bringing it back to life. Like what happened to the good R&B music that we used to listen to that used to get us excited about love? Like music literally is about sneaky links, y'all. Sneaky links, scrubbing the ground, taking niggas money. Like, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Some of them is my jams. Like, you know, them still my songs, but it just be like, you know, the things we listen to and the things we see now, you may be like, I, you know, that's not how I look at stuff. But eventually that's how you start to look at stuff because that's how the world is changing. Because now you are, you'll end up being a different breed. Like, like you ever felt like, oh my God, I was definitely born in the wrong time. And that's how I feel. Like in this world, I'm afraid to go out and date because I feel like I was born in the wrong time. 
are you going to find somebody out here, especially if you are a strong-willed, strong-minded person, are you going to find somebody out here that opens doors and, you know, still takes you out on dates and like to have intellectual conversations and can still have fun without drinking or smoking or, you know, that don't want to always be about sex. People who want to build friendships and relationships and just something deeper than sex, something deeper than just the way it has become in 2022. And it's just like, now you're searching for that, but you're not getting that. And that's why you get the horror stories on TikTok and the stories from the women of how dating sucks. Like, literally people do not want to date anymore or they don't want that long-term 50 plus year love and marriage and that's what I'm looking for so for me that's what I want it to look like and I feel like that's what it's going to look like for me but I would like it to look like that for everybody to where people have hope again to want to love and to want to date and to want to be in a relationship and to just not look at what's going on in society not wanting to be Will and Jada or um, Ari and Moneybag or um, who else uh, goes um, anybody just that I can I can't think of anybody right now I don't know why I'm drawing a blank but it's so many people that's goals it's like what are your goals what do you like like not not putting your your thoughts or lining your beliefs with theirs think about what you believe and what you want in a person going forward um i think i did um i did a question in 21 days of reflection with Bree speaks um, on tiktok and the question was what is your ideal partner or relationship and if you're in a relationship are you with that ideal partner and if you're not why and then if you were single what are you doing to prepare to be with that ideal partner or be in that ideal relationship and that's just questions we need to ask ourselves like it's not about, I think now a lot of people look at what other people have and they're like, that's what I want. But like, if you really dug deep and truly thought about what your partner looks like to you and start writing the things down on paper of what your ideal relationship will look like, like if you like to dance and have fun, you probably want somebody else that like to dance and have fun. Like, you know, just small things like that. If you want somebody tall, say that you want somebody tall and I'm not saying that when you put all these things down that's what you're going to get because sometimes you know God will surprise you and you'll end up running into somebody that you never thought of but they're perfect for you and so you know stuff like that happens but other than that if you're not with the person that you want to be with that you would write down on paper and you can't see how you're with that person and you can't answer the why of why you're with them and you're just settling, especially I'm talking to my sisters that do it for the kids. Don't do it for the kids. Those kids will thank you later when they see, because kids know. Kids know when you are unhappy. Kids can sense it. They can feel it. They know when you're unhappy. And when you stand up for yourself and you take yourself out of a situation that you don't really want to be in, later they will thank you because they'll you'll they'll see something different in you like i'm not gonna lie my kids um well not my son because he's only one but my daughter was um sad about uh, my breakup and 
And I get it because she's seen her parents together her whole life. But I like to think that as I'm growing and as I'm healing and becoming this new person, that that'll be what she remembers. That'll be what she sees, not what she saw in the relationship to where, you know, she'll grow up and be like, well, this is what my mom did. And she stayed. And even though she was unhappy and, you know, or, you know, and that's not saying that my relationship was bad. It's just saying that I was unhappy and I needed to really work on me. I did not need to be in a relationship. I needed to work on me because I lost myself. Like I was depressed. So I think that what she'll remember is that mommy did what was best for her as a woman and she healed and she did the things she needed to do. And then she went and found the right person. And I want her to see that other than mommy settled and she was unhappy in something that she knew that she was not happy in. And so I would rather her see that. And you would rather your kids see something healthy than to grow up and mirror the same behaviors of you because you waited until they were 18 and decided you wanted to leave their father or leave the stepfather, whatever situation you're in, and you leave. And at 18, it's too late because they've already picked up those things. And now they're doing exactly what you did. Try not to mirror your mother or father or mirror their mother and father. So they're going to be, it's going to be a same cycle. And what you want to do is break the curse. And I think that's what I'm trying to do is break the curse of mirroring, you know, having my kids mirror what they saw. Because I think that they have better parents. Just saying, you know, that break, just say we broke you know, broke up and I heal myself and he decides he heals himself and we come back together. They're going to appreciate that more. And even if we don't, us healed, both of us healed and happy is more important than us together and broken. And so I think, I just think that people need to really just think about you know, what they want out of love and what they want out of life and actually believe that you can have that and not be, you know, tied to this society and the social media age of love. Like, if that's not what you believe in, don't believe in it. Have your own mind, have your own idea about what love looks like to you in 2022, and you'll start to attract it. Start to prepare yourself for that person. And it may seem like there's a dying breed out there. You may feel like you're the dying breed. Like, you may want that uh, a gentleman, somebody who opens car doors, open doors and kisses you on the forehead, walks you to the car, put gas in your car, make sure you fed and stuff like that. You may want that. He's probably still out there. He probably think he a dying breed. Like I promise if you start to do the work on yourself and prepare yourself for that type of person, even with men, if you start to prepare yourself for that type of woman, the woman that you want, you will attract that. And I just think that if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. If you start preparing for it, you'll get it. If you decide to walk away, I think you'll be blessed for it. When you walk away from something you're not supposed to be in anyway, you'll realize how you could have been or that person you were with were blocking your blessings. And the minute that you let that person go, I promise you, like blessings will start rolling in. The things that you know that you just felt like were out of your reach. And that's what a lot of, um, and that's a whole different topic, but that's what any relationship or anything in life, there are people in your life that are blocking your blessings. Like 
you keeping them around because you love them or you're keeping them around because it's hard to let go. And trust me, I, I know firsthand of how hard it is to let people go out of your life. But the minute I started my journey with God and I started asking him to remove people and things just started happening to where it was kind of like you either remove them or, you know, it's just not, you know, you either remove them now or they're going to keep hurting you or, you know, or not even that they're going to keep hurting you, but you're just not going to walk into everything that you have because they're literally blocking your blessings, especially when you ask God to show you and he shows you and you stay. That's just on you. But it's just like when I started asking God to remove those people and things started happening that I couldn't ignore, it was kind of like, okay, this person needs to go. And maybe they don't need to go completely. Maybe you need to distance yourself. But I, what I'm learning now too, even in church, is relationships are everything. And friendships and business relationships and your relationship romantically can really block the blessings that God has for you. And you wondering why you're so stuck or you're why you're so depressed. And you could be attached to somebody that is, that's the reason why. Like probably the minute you leave that person alone or the minute you distance yourself, you'll start to feel better. That anxiety, that depression that's on you, that's from a person. It, it, it could be, especially I talk about soul ties on my blog. That soul tie could be keeping you depressed or keeping you anxious or keeping you down or keeping you unfocused to do what it is that you need to do. And so that's why I say people really, and I'm gonna keep saying it, they could be blocking your blessings. But anyway, back on topic, love in 2022 can be better than it has been in the past. And I think what we have to do is we have to rediscover and reimagine and recapture love and when i say that um when i say rediscover find it again like find find love again what is love to you find love again and then reimagine it like form a new conception of what love is to you not what everybody else is saying it is form a new concept of what love is to you so that you start to attract those things and then recapture this is more so for the couples this year like recapture that love that you had in the beginning like maybe you're at a spot where it's kind of died down for you or you guys feel like you know you're just comfortable like y'all go here y'all go on dates y'all do little cute stuff y'all in a routine basically and so I would kind of like challenge you to recapture the love that you had you know the butterfly days where when you were around the person you got butterflies and everybody that's been in a relationship knows sometimes those butterflies go away after a while like after you've been in it so long it gets comfortable and for the people that still get butterflies after three and four and five plus years I'm really in awe of you. That is amazing because that's the type of love I want to where that person always gives me butterflies. That is amazing. But for the ones that, you know, it's kind of died down because you got into a routine and you're comfortable, which happens. Don't feel bad about that. Try to recapture your love on Valentine's Day. Recreate a first date. Recreate something you guys did that was, you know, just something that you remember that was an amazing day for y'all and recapture that so that's what we're doing 
That's what I want to do, even though we're going to think about what love looks like to us, what we want it to look like, and then we're going to rediscover, reimagine, and we're going to recapture love. And so that's it for my conversation today. I hope this was eye-opening. Like I said, I was not judging anybody in this podcast, but I was just, you know, given a topic, given discussion of, you know, what could be possibilities to why love is not the way it used to be and the world is always changing. So with that, you know, always remember what it is that you want what love look like to you and what you want it to look like. And you can use that in any area of your life, what you want your life to look like for you in 2022 going forward, what you want love to look like, what you want your relationships to look like, what you want your kids to look like, what you want your career to look like, whatever that is, what do you want it to look like? And what are you going to do for it to look like that? And then you can use that, rediscover, reimagine, recapture. And so that is it. I think I'm going to do a part two with more voices because I would love to hear other opinions on that. Um, It's definitely going to be a part two, but I would love for you guys to comment and share your thoughts with me on what you thought about this topic. And, you know, give me some feedback if you liked it, if you didn't, if you disagree, if you agree, I would totally appreciate that. But y'all, that was episode two of Bree Speaks Unscripted with your girl Bree Speaks. That's a wrap. I'm out. Thank you. Bye.